Hello, welcome to Spotlight, illuminating the dark evenings of an autumn with the brightest creative ideas. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, three, two, one, Litfest 2022 is go. A new community choir formed in the north. And Manx youth bard Eva Petrova has some lovely lines to mark the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. As always, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create or would really like to put in the spotlight. Yes, you get it. Be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, ceramics, literary, mime, email spotlight at manxradio.com. Or, if you prefer, straight to me. They both go the same place, to be honest. Howard Kane, C-A-I-N-E, at manxradio.com. Well, time and tide wait for no man, as they say, and neither do literary festivals, it seems, as this one is upon us. Hi, I'm Helen from Manx Lit Fest, and I'm the author liaison. Lovely. And here we are then. Uh, the last time we spoke, it was a, a few months out, and it was a case of, right, we'll come back close to the time. The time's here. It's starting. It's yes, starting It's, it's starting this very evening. <laughs> yes, yeah. And many things changed, or is it was all going according to plan? Mostly according to plan. Um, so, yeah, touch wood, that's, that continues. So, yeah, so starting with the Poetry Slam. That's always a good opener. There. Yeah, we love it. We love it so much. Um, really looking forward to that. All the um, slots are pretty much filled. Still got some tickets left for it. Um, so if people still want to come, there's still a chance for that to happen. And that's down at Port St Mary Town Hall again? Yeah, Port St Mary Town Hall at uh, 8 o'clock. Usually goes on until about 10. Bring your own, which is always nice as well. And uh, you can either still buy your tickets from our ticket source or you can pay with card on the door. And again, I know we said last time, but ju- just in case anyone's not been before, Poetry Slam, basically, a load of poets, all local as far as I know, and it, it's a sort of, it is a sort of competition where you sort of, you go up on stage, you do your piece, you perform it, or people read it, and some people read it from lecture, and some people have a bit more of a performance element, maybe. But the other thing is you've got three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, otherwise. Otherwise you start getting your points docked. And it's very strict this year. We have some very, very strict people keeping an eye on it. Oh, Lord. That's <laughs> it. Well, you've been warned then. Three mm. minutes, poets. You know, I'm just, just putting that out there. So but it's terrific fun, isn't it? And you, and you get a real mix of stuff from, you know, some really straight and serious, some really wild and wacky. Yes. Yeah, the whole breadth of poetry all under one roof, one night, all one after the other. It's a great, great evening. Terrific. A great opening to get going. And what's happening after that then? How do we go from there? How does it pan out? Um, so we have um, more poetry events happening. So if that's your bag, we do have a few. We've got some poetry workshops happening on the Thursday with um, Simon Madrill. He's doing one about queer nature and one about poetry and place. Both of those workshops include lunch, which is always a bonus. And that's happening at RT in Port Erin. Um, again, tickets still available for that. Then Simon has another event on the Sunday night. He's actually um, bookending us by opening with the Poetry Slam on the Wednesday. And then on the Sunday night, he has his own poetry event called A Life in Poetry, in which he's going to talk about where a lot of his poems come from. And that's promising to be a really, really lovely, insightful evening. And then 
after that we've got the short story slam so if you're not into writing poetry we've got the short story slam to close and that's some is that something new i think that's a new event is it no, that's been running um, for a few years. It's oh, not right. It's not as long-standing as the Poetry Slam, but we wanted something for people who prefer to write prose. Uh, it's a bit uh, more lenient than the Poetry Slam. We've got six minutes, right. so double the time. But if, if that's more your thing, writing and listening to stories, short stories... But it is literally that. It. So it's, it's self-penned stories on whatever topic is it, and then you... you then read the story out to the audience, to the judges, and you've got that time limit again. Yeah, yeah. And again, time, you know, over means points deducted. But six minutes is quite a long time when you get up there. It's so longer, but it, it yeah. sounds a long time. But I dare say if you're doing a story, it doesn't give you a lot of time yes. to... Yes, yeah, probably just go a bit quicker yeah, when you're up better there. Better go a bit faster when you get there. Yeah. That's terrific. I, yes, I, I keep thinking I, I hadn't heard that one before, but that has been around for a couple of years. Any other visiting authors or anyone coming across that people might uh, find, might know this time around? So if you're into horror, we've got mm. Michelle Paver and Catriona Ward coming over. Michelle Paver, of course, um, the author of Dark Matter, in my opinion, the most perfect ghost story that has ever been written, terrified me, got me out of my bed as I was reading it to go and check outside my window that there wasn't a horrible spectre lurking outside. And then if you're into more psychological horror, Catriona Ward's book Sundial and The Last House on Needless Street, both very, very good, well-respected authors. Catriona in particular caught the attention of Stephen King, who has praised her highly. And she'll be talking about how she creates modern gothic monsters, while Michelle will be concentrating more on the supernatural side of horror writing. Um, Catriona's will be on the Friday evening at Aaron Hart Centre mm -hmm. and Michelle's event on the Sunday eve Saturday evening at St Cath's Church. So lovely and atmospheric in the actual church itself. And again, tickets still available for both of those events. So are most of the events around the south or are they spread around the island this year or how is it panning out? We've kept it south this year because we've got a slightly reduced um, number of people after the two years mm -hmm. we've been off. So reduced number of volunteers, reduced number of um, authors, just trying to keep it sort of small while we get back into the Regroup. swing of things. Because yeah. it has been a strange time for, well, anyone, I suppose, in the performing arts when you've had literally two years with virtually nothing happening or, or very, very limited amounts of stuff other than on the ubiquitous Zoom and... Virtual, yes. which is terrific, but it's not quite the same as live, is it? No, absolutely not. And we're very lucky that we've got some really amazing people who are now able to come over, who we've planned to bring over for the past couple of years, and it's been delayed and delayed. Um, we've got actually two people who are returning this year. So we've got Jamie Mollart, who writes sci-fi. He's write, written a book called Kings of a Dead World, and he'll be coming over to talk about that. That's a, an amazing book. The idea is that the Earth's resources are running out and so the solution of the powers that be is to put everyone into a forced hibernation for three months and then they're awake for a month and then they're back into another hibernation on a rotation. I don't think I'd mind that, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but obviously some people aren't very happy with that and they start to rebel. And our other returning um, illustrator is Martin Impey who came over um, a few years ago. His books are incredible. He usually illustrates for um, books about World War One. He and Chris Riley have um, actually collaborated on a book called Where Once We Stood, which is about the moon landing. 
and the event for that, they're both doing it together. There'll be live drawings from Martin oh, while wow. Chris, who is um, a filmmaker and producer, talks about the moon landing, the stories of the astronauts who stepped on the moon, something that some of us will never, ever no. I was experience. Fancy it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and that's a completely family-friendly event. That's a free event as well. So if space is your thing, we've also got Chris Riley doing a solo event, um, Stories from Beyond Earth, who where he talks about all the things he knows about space, which seems to be everything from what I gather. <laughs> he um, produces a lot of um, documentaries about space. He's done uh, work with Richard Hammond and James May when they've done um, various documentaries mm, about yeah, space. I've seen one or two of those. He's um, absolutely incredible. He's so knowledgeable. Writes a couple of um, his own books as well. The Apollo Owner's Handbook. Uh, so people thinking, yeah, I uh, wouldn't mind getting to along some of it, all of it, you know, bits of the workshops. Um, how do they find out more details and uh, get involved? So you can go to our website, which is just um, com. Tickets are available from Ticketsource, which is um, www.ticketsource.co.uk forward slash manxlitfest. Or you can follow us on Facebook where we put up a lot of um, the details of the events and links again to where the tickets can be found. You never know. But don't hang around because it all kicks off this very evening. The Poetry Slam is on this, this evening. If you're very fast, you might be lucky and find there's still a ticket knocking around. But I know it's always a popular one. So don't hang about if you're going to get involved. And if you're at the Poetry Slam this evening, I might just see you there. Music, well known for its restorative and healing powers, singing in particular perhaps, as well as the ability to bring different sectors of communities together in a joyous way, these are just some of the thoughts behind the creation of a new choir on the Isle of Man, the Northern Justice Choir. The ever-joyful Louise Whiteleg dropped by to explain more to me. Well, a group of friends were chatting and we were talking about how much we love to sing. Um, there's a such a fantastic art society on the Isle of Man. Um, we're so musical. There's so so many talented people over here. Um, and there's a group of us that thought, mm, we'd love to sing, but we're not quite there. And where do we go? What can we do? And then the idea of having a Northern Justice Choir was born. Um, and is my way. I took the bull by the horns and jumped in with both feet and we've um, set up a choir or in process of setting up a choir. And it's got this title already, Northern Justice Choir? Yeah, the Northern Justice Choir. Now, if you um, do a quick Google on Justice Choir, there's an American movement um, which is all about um, the collective power of singing and getting people to come together for social and economic and environmental justice reasons. And there's a, a book that's been produced, a choir book that's been produced of all the different social justice type songs. Um, so we're thinking, let's use that as a bit of a base. So will this be the repertoire to start off some of the, this sort of material? Well, we're walking in there and it's a completely blank sheet, to be honest. We've got some ideas of what we can use and where we can go with it. Um, but it's for 
people as they want it when they come. So the idea is on the first meeting that we have on the 30th of September, the idea is we'll all get together and work out who's who and what's what and what do people want to do and where do people want to be. I have a dream that it's going to be people of all skills and none. Um, it's just going to be a real powerful social coming together and it's using that voice it's getting those endorphins going it's singing just for the sake of singing which is yeah I think anyone who has done a bit of singing will know exactly what you're talking about with that one Uh, so it's open to all anyone any ability can, can come along absolutely absolutely anybody if you've never sung before or if you've been singing all your life Um, And any age as well. It's going to be um, 7pm until 9pm and we're using Solby Methodist Church. It's great acoustics there. Um, So all that we ask is if you're under 16, if you can come with a parent or guardian, that'd be great. And of course, you're well known for, for your work with Christian Aid. This is totally separate. This isn't a Christian Aid initiative. No, no, it's not. But it does tie in with my sense of justice. Um, and I feel that in music, music is so powerful. We saw um, with the um, monarch's funeral um, just the power of those voices and the power of song, um, and song can be used in all sorts of different circumstances, and if it's used to get a message across, that's great. Um, there's some absolutely fantastic gospel songs that are all written from a point of justice i think the songs and the music uh, it's the emotion that it brings out and when you're singing together and when you've got a group of voices it brings out that passion and i think you can use that passion to bring ideas alive you've got a musical background yourself none whatsoever none whatsoever (laughs) that's nonsense (laughs) i i always wanted to learn to play the flute Um, And when we were at school, there was an initiative um, where we had these musicians come in and assess everybody. Um, And needless to say, I didn't get to play the flute, although they did think I'd be perfect for playing the drums for some reason. (laughs) I'm a drummer, so I won't hear a word against drummers. (laughs) It's Yeah, again, it's the idea as well, isn't it, of just bringing people together to have a reason so it's sometimes just having a hub which can become very social it doesn't really matter whether it's you know whether it's knitting or whether it's painting or whether it's yoga or whether it's singing in this case sometimes it's bringing people together to get that community aspect as well isn't it Uh, that's absolutely key to it as well um entertainment in the north may be a bit thin on the ground at the weekend so that's why we've picked a Friday night it's going to be every other Friday night so it doesn't feel like a hefty commitment but the whole idea of it is just fun, it's just going to be singing together, having a bit of fun together and learning a different skill and using our voices in a different way Will you have an an accompanist or is it just going to be sort of right, here we go, we're going to start on this piece and just see how we go? Well, absolutely none of this would be possible without Dr Krista McCartney. Um, She's going to be leading it up for us and she's a fantastic musician and she'll be able to bring us all together. And there's other people who've expressed an interest who are musicians as well. Um, So as I say, it's going to be a blank state. We're going to see who comes along. We're going to see what direction the group feels they'd like to go in. Uh, The one thing I can guarantee is there's going to be lots of tea and cake. (laughs) (laughs) You've instantly filled the hall just there. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of tea and cake never goes amiss, does it? Um, So, uh, as you say, it's it's a suck it and see situation. So so would would you hope, with a fair wind, and uh, people get together and you enjoy it and the noise sounds decent, do you you hope there might be a chance in the foreseeable then of people being able to, to hear the choir somewhere? 
Oh, who knows? Who knows? That would be fantastic and that would be something that definitely we'd like to work towards. Um, But the first purpose of doing this is getting the community together, getting people to exercise their voices, having a bit of fun in these dark winters and especially what's going to be a bit of a tough winter Mm. for people. Let's get together. Let's just have a bit of community spirit. Let's just have a nice family, fun, friendly evening. Uh, will there be any charge for people to join the choir? Or There's just a small charge. Of th- it'll just be £3 mm-hmm. um, just to cover refreshments and haul and yeah. expenses and whatnot. So just give us those details again then. It, if it's open to all, so it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced singer or whether you've always fancied having a sing and never managed to, to put your toe in the water before. If they want to get involved and come along, how do they go about it? Give us the reminder, any contacts and uh, places and times again. So the first session of the Northern Justice Choir is the 30th of September and it's 7 until 9pm and it's going to be held at Solby Methodist Church and then it's every other Friday thereafter. Terrific. We look forward to uh, seeing how this goes. Maybe you'll come back in, in a few months or next year and we'll see if there's an update on it. If not, we expect to see the choir in the villa sometime soon. <laughs> well, we live in hope. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> What a great idea. Why not get involved if you've never dipped your toe in the water of singing before? What a way to do it. First get-together is between 7 and 9pm, Friday the 30th of September, so plenty of time, 7 to 9, as I say, at Sulby Methodist Church. And if further incentive is needed, there is tea and cake. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, we've just gone through a period of mourning, of course, for the late Queen Elizabeth II, an incredible reign and a woman revered for her selfless dedication to service. No doubt you all have your own memories, have watched or listened to lots of the coverage of her funeral and committal, plenty here on Manx Radio. Manx youth art Eva Petrova has been reading some of her work here on Spotlight over the last few months, and here's her tribute in verse the late Queen. There is not much to say on this poem other than to comment on its seemingly never-ending length. It is purposefully constructed in 16 stanzas of six lines each, altogether making 96 lines. 96 was the age of late Queen Elizabeth II. With the recent news of her passing, this poem is a tribute to her monumental reign and hopefully a reflection upon the past. Little Lilibet, swaddled in riches, to a tiny toddler and nurturing sister, showering each crowd with kisses in her childhood's happiest glister, received valuable private education, grew in a girl guides organisation. In a time of lost hope and despair, sheltering from the rotten roots of war, radios blessed a gentle prayer to the children of families of before. Broadcasting over the ravaged Britain, the princess's hope carefully written. Marched in sync with British women to drive an ambulance from A to B. Bandaged soldiers' wounds with linen, a mechanic for months until victory. When all ended, fee day, 8th of May, mingled with people in a joyful array. Stepped high into two large shoes, up the steep road leading to the hill, of new days ahead she didn't choose, which were not even rightly hers to fill. From that moment, one February day, she paved her own winding way. 
new queen, her majesty's coronation, projected to millions all over the globe, arising times of international celebration, with religious anointing of the royal robe, holding the sceptre across atop the orb, state crown and laden with jewels to absorb. Lifelong devotion to the nation our home, promising to lead us all with compassion. Longest reigning monarch ever on throne, paving the way for the future with fashion. The only true guidance we've ever known, her legacy destined rewritten in stone. A childhood motto to keep lifelong, I must not take the easy way out. In times of struggle, she stayed strong. Truth came from her words, no doubt. In times of social and political change, always adapted, no matter how strange. Through the toughest of times on throne, pandemics, assassins, scandals, them all, her courage never faltered its sure tone. Standing her firm ground, proud and tall, leading example, a role model to inspire, a glossy head on our coins to admire. Achieved many firsts in our joint history, made the first telephone call without cable, uncovered the secrets to internet mystery, sent the first email, the first tweeted label, Zar technology expanded the webs, we learnt more and more of crazy celebs. 200 plus engagements rolled in of a day, all would be attended with utmost care. Little red box checked daily without delay, letters, articles and news to prepare for meetings with the heads of state, even in older age at such a steady rate. Snip of scissors as red ribbon fell away, opening glossy brand new infrastructure. March of parades as the bagpipes play, flags draped to posts to stand for culture. A new country, a new unique celebration, all in preparation for the future generation. When festive banners mark another year, rides horseback to the rhythm of royalty. On the Buckingham balcony she'd appear, waving to a soul never wavering in loyalty. Bronze, silver, gold, and platinum jubilees. Seventy grand years of reigning opportunities. Oh, to have been at Tinwald in 1972. The crowd to have greeted their queen, to have shook her hand in silky sky blue, to witness her, her family, on the scene, paraded to the cheers of Manx hosts, the clink of drink glasses to raise toasts travelled across horizons to every nation, visiting her people all corners of earth, touching many hearts, rippling sensation, in the commonwealth since its own birth, best travelled across all seas, all the skies, aiding charities, bringing a tear in her eyes. Westminster Abbey's bells echo Britain, the harmony of freedom from the war, Melody of a wedding as vows are written, Chime of coronation in extravagant decor, Solemn sound of ends, but new beginnings, Reborn to join a long family line's winnings. Flowers wreath a permanent crown To the peaceful haven of early dawn, 
the soils she reigned in her own town, conceal her to Windsor Castle's lawn, that our Holy Father has best blessed, where Queen Elizabeth II is laid to rest. Lovely words, as ever, and a fitting tribute here on Spotlight. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, you can go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen in your retirement, for some at least. Drop me a line with any artistic thoughts or ideas. Stay creative, and I'll see you next week. Cheerio. Cheerio.